This is the I Am In Podcast. Welcome to the first episode of the podcast I Am In. I am Michelle Burke, and I'm here with Sam Swenson, our producer. And we are excited to talk about our new podcast. When you reached out to me about this podcast, I thought it was really cool because what you told me off the front was that there was going to be sort of a, I don't know how you'd put it, maybe a mixed bag of speakers that would be presenting. In life, and, and you mentioned a couple, and I recognized a couple of the names, and I was like, <clears throat> the reason I'm here, to be honest with you, is because I was like, Sam, you know, a year ago, I sat down with a group of young adults. Uh, You know, the pandemic hit hard. Mm -hmm. Isolation was very difficult for that age group. And I wanted to hear from them. How are you doing? And what do you need? And in one of the conversations I had, um, one of our professional students in their master's program said, I want to hear from real people on how they got to where they are. I want to know how their faith in following Jesus Christ led them to where they are both in their personal life and in their professional life. And I loved the question and the interest. Mm -hmm. So last semester, winter semester, we... That would have been 2020. Winter semester 2020? No, winter semester 2021. 2021, okay. I haven't been to college in a while, so... (laughs) Stay with us. (laughs) Uh, We sat down and, and made a list of people in our local community who love the Lord and Savior, and are doing really well. And we reached out to them. And they're a various group, some I knew, some others knew, names I was given. And we invited them to come to speak to young adults with that that very topic. How has the gospel of Jesus Christ blessed you personally and professionally? And week after week, we heard some of the most incredible stories, real-life experiences Hey, I started here, then I went way down here. <laughs> I came back up. Yeah. Uh, I bounced back. I rebound. Then this happened. And they, they told their stories as raw as a story can be told, and you left inspired. That's cool. And the only sad part was there weren't enough people in the room to hear these incredible messages. So we started adding Zoom where students who couldn't be there in person could at least listen from home. But again, they were locked into a time frame. Right. So we tried Facebook Live. Okay, well, let's, let's make it live and it'll flow in our feed and maybe they can go back and watch. And it was, you know what? This needs to be a podcast. Mm. Their yeah. messages are so impressive. We need to have a place where you can go back and listen anytime, anywhere. I found that was where I found podcasting to be my niche as far as the way I put stories out there, the way I create podcasts. So I created a handful of podcasts. One of the reasons why you reached out, it wasn't like you just saw me on the street and were like, hey. You knew what you were doing. <laughs> I, I, well, I've done it a couple times. But a really exciting thing about the format, and I think this speaks to something that you told me a little while ago, is that the speaker is going to speak at a certain time on a certain day at a certain location, but that also pigeonholes access to that person. Yeah, right? who can come, who yeah. can attend, yeah. and who even, gets to hear it. Even when it's on a feed 
a Facebook feed or something, there's a it's a becomes a scrollathon to find a year's worth of speakers, right? Yes. But what's neat about a podcast is they all just sit there in a neat little library, and they're accessible when that person is ready or capable. It's their it's their thirty minute drive to work or it's uh, the the thing that winds them down at night when i it's fun to watch i've got uh, listeners all over the world uh, with my various podcasts and when we upload an episode uh, i'm terrible with deadlines so sometimes it uploads at 11 p.m and sometimes you know it's it's a mixed bag on when they get dropped but what's cool is there is always somebody right there right then who starts listening it's neat to see that and i'm Mm. like there's no way anyone's up in you know, west northwestern United States at three a.m. listening to this podcast. So that must be New Zealand, which is it's neat, right? You know? It is so neat, and isn't it so cool? Technology, yeah. I, you know, it's one of the pluses I think of the pandemic. Of boy, I've learned how to teach on all different platforms, and when people want to learn something, they can find it anywhere. And so here we are in the safety of the walls of our own home, waiting out this odd period of time in history. And yet, through the internet, through all the different platforms, we can listen, we can learn, we can watch instructional videos, we can find all kinds of things out there. But learning from other people's stories really inspire you. Seeing that someone did it, even when they fell flat on their face and got back up and tried again, or they talk about a habit they have, and you think, oh, I never knew, I I never would have thought of that. I'm going to start that in my life. and. We pick and choose the things we take from when we hear other people's stories, but it's incredible what humankind can do to inspire each other. That's right. I think this the the pandemic in particular. If someone's listening to this ten years from now, we'll, we'll be we should clarify we're talking about the COVID nineteen pandemic. True. <laughs> I'm sure everybody will remember. But what let's was, hope it's the only one for another hundred <laughs> exactly. years. Exactly. What I think is really interesting about it, though, is that even from a spiritual perspective, those who chose to maintain a spiritual um, presence in their life, they had to reformat, in many ways, how they went about worshiping, mm-hmm. how they went about connecting with with the normal congregation that they're used to. Well, and some of us worshiped right in our homes. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, what used to be go to a congregation and sing with a crowd and listen to a speaker became my husband, my son, my daughter, and I in one room and our two college sons on a screen through Zoom. And we were having church, a very sacred experience yeah. with just our intimate family, which I will never forget. Again, another highlight for me of that experience. I think another thing that drew me to the podcast that you're putting together here is that the people that I've seen on the list are people that I really, some I don't know, and I'm excited to learn more about. And some of the names where I even recognize them, I'm like, this is a rare opportunity. I I don't know how I would ever hear them speak unless mm-hmm. I knew that they were, you know, speaking at an event somewhere. And once again, I went to that event. Or it, uh, there's one that you had that's uh, on on the list that uh, I believe just spoke and will be one of the episodes. I was an executive for him. And that was interesting because I was like, wow, even the stories that I'll bet he's telling are ones that I wouldn't have been privy to, even being that close to him. In the workplace. In the workplace, because of the workplace, or because the only format I might see them is at church or or somewhere else. And you know, some of these some of the things that that people 
talk about when they're talking about that journey of how do you stay, how do you keep that spiritual umbilical cord connected and then do life? You know, how do you, how do you maintain a strong spiritual uh, connection and do a boring Tuesday, you know, uh, in, a, in, a, in the middle of a soul-crushing pandemic or in the middle of, uh, you know, the, 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 the throes of starting a business or, you know, all those, all those things that we navigate. These are stories that are hard to extract from people. And so this venue is, is unique. Yeah, when I asked each speaker to come, uh, these are professional people. Mm-hmm. These are people who, a dentist, an orthodontist, a businessman, an entrepreneur, a real estate broker, a podiatrist. I, I mean, we just had such a long list. And they were a, a variety of occupations. And they're great people. And so honestly, I just thought, oh yeah, come speak. Here's the topic. No big deal. Yeah. What was interesting was that as each of them started realizing, oh wait, I have to come tell my whole story. Oh yeah, warts and all. <laughs> yeah, I, and and then they would get a little nervous, like well, I don't know if anyone wants to hear it. Right. And I was like, we we absolutely want to hear it because here in the audience are sitting some young adults. We are located across from BSU, mm-hmm. uh, across from the administration building, and so here are these young adults, aging anywhere from eighteen to thirty, and they're in that pivotal time of life of. Where do I go to school? What do I major in? What will my career be? Who do I date? Who do I marry? Should I have a family? When should I start a family? Where am I going to live? Mm-hmm. Massive questions. And the answers to those questions determine where their life goes. Right. So they want to hear, when you were me, where did your life go from here? And then when you come and tell that story, they see themselves like, oh, so it doesn't always have to happen in this perfect little box fit in a perfect way. Right. It, there might be bumps in the road, but in the end, it's going to be a pretty fun ride. The other thing that's good, and th- we are answering a bit of that question, like, who is this for? If you're listening to us talking now and you're wondering, is this for me? The, the people that attend the actual every Friday events that happen, is it um, during the fall and It'll be during the school semester, school so semester. fall and winter semester. Okay. Um, we we are right across the street from BSU, so any student, any young adult, are those who are usually at, in attendance physically. Okay. But we hope that this podcast can be listened to by anyone, right. anywhere they are, any age they are, uh, because the stories are worth listening to. Yes, that's that's what I thought was cool is the people in the audience that are being spoken to or having this opportunity to share, to to experience the story, they may be in a a mode in their life where they're looking to answer a handful of questions, but the actual answers to those questions are are not immediately available. Mm -hmm. They have a list of questions that are all life-changing, right? It's the how do I finish this semester? How do I finish school? How do I, what about the debt I've incurred? And you know who am I marrying? And you know how do I hang on through all these things? And or and what if my marriage didn't work out? Exactly, is my life over. What if this is, is round hope? two for me through college? Right, you know, or, or or all those things that the stories that are told aren't just being told by people that have. I think, like I said just a minute ago, that that they've arrived. Right, like you said, the, this is life is cyclical, mm-hmm. and that the whole point of experiencing it and then trying to maintain a relationship with our Savior is that it will ebb and it will flow, and that the people that are speaking in these uh, episodes coming up 
are, are retelling those stories where it's not just like, this is how you become a success. This is how I made my first million. You know, they're not saying that. They're saying, this was the road I traveled. And then it gives some perspective, some, and, and, and maybe calms the nerves knowing that everything doesn't have to happen perfectly in a line. Well, and if you, if you really believe that God has a plan for you, you have to believe that he wants you to grow. So like any parent, we send off our kids, they have to learn how to roll over before they learn to crawl, before they learn to walk, before they learn to run. And those developmental steps are key to being able to do the next one. And I really believe that our heavenly parents watching us, we're down here having this mortal experience. We're going to stumble and fall. We're supposed to. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to have moments where we just don't even think we can get up, but then we do. And every time we hit those challenges and, and succeed and keep going and keeping our eyes on them, mm-hmm. we're reminded that we have eternal potential. Yes. And that there's purpose to the struggle and that eventually the reward is back in their arms. And if we have that purpose and we hear how other people did it and we can keep our eye on the Savior who loves each of us so very much, we can get through anything. There are a lot of people who have lost hope. Our world right now is so chaotic and the messages are all over the board. You know, what used to be news is now opinion. Mm -hmm. And what used to be facts is a jumble (laughs) of, of facts and figures and statistics. Um, I believe it's wars and rumors of wars. That's right. right? (laughs) That's right. So it's hard to know what to believe. uh, But every speaker that comes is coming because they held on to their faith in Jesus Christ. And because of that, this is how they got through something. So whatever you're struggling with, one of these speakers is going to bring you an answer. And by tuning in and listening, you'll have hope. You will have new perspective. You may find answers to a situation you're in, or you might find an answer for a friend who is struggling, Mm -hmm. and you'll be able to pass that information on. And I would hope that you share this podcast with your friends, that you spread it around and say, hey, did you hear when this speaker spoke? Yeah. (laughs) And and did you hear their topic? And, And then even write into us and say, I have someone that needs to be on your podcast and speak at your devotional. Yeah. Because we want to hear from them. Right. Similar to COVID-19, this can be spread. This is worth <laughs> spreading. But this is worth spreading, right? Yeah. No, that's, that's very true. So, so you mentioned before, and we talked a little bit about sort of that cyclical nature of life and, and um, how many of the speakers that come that, that are going to be sharing their messages, that, that that's, they're in spades in, in their stories. So can you give me an example of like, who might we be hearing from? So like last semester, mm-hmm. um, I called up Nathan Meeker. He and my husband were in medical school, and we both lived in Philadelphia a few years ago. <laughs> and they're very good friends of ours. Uh, in fact, when they moved to Philly, they lived with us for a month as they tried to find housing and then wow. ended up moving a street behind us. And we watched each other's children, and we were part of signing their papers when they were trying to adopt their second child. Just We were part of each other's life at a very intimate time. And so years passed, we're still friends. So he was one of the was, I was like, absolutely, we want to have Dr. Nathan Meeker come speak, (laughs) professional Dr. Nathan Meeker. And when he came, I had another guest speaker who knew him from his professional life and said, how did you get Dr. Meeker to come? Mm. And for her, he is 
so wonderful and has blessed their family that it's on such an elevated level that she couldn't understand how I might know him. <laughs> and, and I thought, I love that. He has, he's the director of the oncology department, the pediatric department at St. Luke's in uh, Boise. Small and world. He's incredible. Right. He has blessed so many lives, and we could just do multiple episodes on him alone. Mm. But here's how life circles back. So you're in a situation in a random city in a different part of the United States. You make a friendship. If you keep the friendship, years down the road, you can call on each other in moments when you need help. Uh, his wife has asked me to speak to their women's group before, and then I'm having Nate come speak here, and and we love their family. They've showed up to support our family. So there is that circle of friendship that comes back around, and, and truly, that's a life lesson too, right? Collect friends, collect people because they will come back into your life to bless you. They may hire your child. They may be able to do a trade um, in occupation. Maybe you need a surgery and someone else needs an investment. And there's just things that bless your life as you collect friends. So don't burn bridges. Right. You never know when that person sitting next to you, who may not be your favorite in the moment, turns into something amazing and you need their help 10, 20, 30 years later. Those speakers that took place last year We'll be integrating them throughout this podcast. And there are active speakers on the list moving forward, correct? Yes. Okay. Some exciting ones. And you've already started. We had our first forum on September 10th. Okay. And Neil Hunt spoke, who also has a fantastic story. I believe the story that you're connected to. Yeah. Correct? So he served as a missionary for his church in Indiana. And that's where uh, Roman and I were living during Roman's residency program. He's a foot and ankle surgeon. And... We had this little missionary over to our house for dinner several times, loved him, and he would share stories about taxidermy. And I'm like, we're in the middle of dinner. (laughs) (laughs) But he had gone to the same high school that we had. He was from Idaho. And so we had this familiar friendship right away because we knew exactly where he was from and we had a connection, right? But then 15 years has gone by. That was 2005. And I, uh, Roman and I hit our 25th anniversary, and he says, it's time for you to have a ring. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so we got this number of diamonds by appointment from several of my son's friends who would use them for their engagement. And so I call him up. I'm like, hey, I'd like to make an appointment to come talk to you about a ring. And he's like, what's your name? Michelle Burke. No way. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, really, it is. <laughs> and Then I show up to the appointment and he puts a picture on the desk of him with our little funny family back from 2005, our three boys all askew everywhere. And here it is, that full circle of life again. Yeah. But in the meantime, he's lived quite a life and went from a a start of a a marriage for two years that, that didn't go well into a beautiful marriage he's been in now for 10 years, almost 11, five children started his own business, talked about how he created it so that he could have more time with his family because he has a great testimony that that family is the purpose of life. And so hearing his message was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And again, it was, I can't believe where this has led, right? Someone sitting at my table, states far away, now standing in front of me speaking to these, this audience of young adults and sharing a message, again, of faith that, my life was rocky. My life was bumpy. Um, 
Maybe still is. Maybe still is. <laughs> He's doing great right now. Yeah. So you'll enjoy hearing his episode and I think be inspired too on trying something new. That's cool. Um, I believe... I believe you asked me to be a speaker. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, you're coming up in so, September. Don't yeah, forget. I'll, I'll try to remember. <laughs> um, so I'll be I'll be the one that shows up and presents the story of hey nothing's nothing's going well. No, <laughs> I'm, it, 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 I'm I'm flattered. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And the the speakers that that you have are are exciting and inspiring. And um, I think uh, you know one thing that keeps coming to mind as we're talking is there's a scripture um, in James and a lot of us know it well, but there's a word in that scripture in particular. And the, the synopsis of the scripture is if you lack wisdom, you should ask God. And there's a word in there. It says that he'll give it to you, but, and he won't upbraid you. And the word upbraid has always been a kind of an interesting word in my mind. And, and that is, that he won't mock you or or he won't not give you that what you ask for because you're he doesn't think you're ready he'll give you what you're ready for and i think that's what's neat about these types of of speakers these people and they're sharing their stories is that there's something that we will take from each one mm-hmm. and that even though our life experiences may be miles different that there's something that we can draw from these and that Ultimately, peace is something that we'll be able to to draw from any of these stories, and that peace can provide motivation to just keep on keeping on. Yeah. There's two things I have said a million <clears throat> times to my poor children. One is people are more important than things. People are more important than electronics. People are more important than sports. <laughs> and when it comes right down to it, it's all about people. Love thy neighbor was not a suggestion, mm-hmm. right? It is. Right. One of the two great commandments, love God, love your neighbor. And when you focus on each other and you hear what they've gone through, you have instant love and compassion for them. You, you get to know them on a deeper level and your appreciation for them goes through the roof. So love people. Focusing on God in your life in all of your efforts has to be the most important thing. And these speakers that have come have put him first. They read from his word in the morning, they kneel down and speak to him during the day, and then they get up and go to work. And they do all the regular things that the rest of us do, but that connection they have made with him changes them. Mm-hmm. Todd McCauley came last time uh, and spoke about how his he was challenged by a president on his mission to read from the scriptures every single day, to never miss. And his mission president had done that, I think, for 30 years by the time he was teaching this. And Todd took the challenge, and he stood in front of the young adults and said, I have not missed a day Hmm. since I was given the challenge to read every day. And, you know, you hear that and think, wow, I mean, I do pretty good. Yeah, but that's (laughs) a But every single day of your life— and to never miss. Don't let let your head lay down on the pillow until you've made that connection. That's impressive. So moments like that, and that may be your only takeaway from the hour-long speaker, but if that takeaway changes the way you internalize who you are, recognize your, your eternal value as a son or daughter of God, and that's the only label you need to give yourself, you're going to be just great. Can I share an experience with you? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. So 
Um, it's one that I, I probably wouldn't share on the when I'm speaking because I'm going to need to come with a little more fit and finish. But um, to, to, to give an example of when you feel like life is going well and you maybe you have arrived and that the Lord has blessed you abundantly, that there are still moments where everything seems like it's not working all of a sudden, that you have this epiphany that, that, uh, that there's dysfunction, that's, that the adversary still can get to you, I guess is a good way to put it. Um, my business partner lives in Canada, and we live about a thousand miles away, and uh, my business partner for another production company, so I've got a couple production companies, um, and the other, the other day, we're doing what we normally do. We're just producing shows and and recording and editing and doing all the things. But we had added a couple extra shows and we had added some more pressure and some more stress. And uh, when that happens, we both have a tendency to just put our heads down and work. Um, he's not a member of, of my faith and uh, he's also a functioning alcoholic. He's got his issues. I've got mine. You know, we, we both have... We both have struggles, and we're we're there to try to lift each other up through mm-hmm. this process, right? Um, and uh, we 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 really went at it. We were both stressed, and we both had a lot on our plates, and we we had some severe disagreements about where this business was headed in a very compressed period of time, like forty five minutes. You know, all of these all of these problems were coming to the surface, opinions and things that had maybe been pent up because we weren't communicating. And uh, within 45 minutes, two hotheads decide that, okay, well, we'll just wrap this up. We're done. You know, we were, we were, we were going to bury the business. We were done. And this is, this is a business that amply feeds his family and my family and many families. And we, in the course of 45 minutes, decided well, we're done. Mm. Okay. Oh, no. I see where you're coming from. I see what you said to me. That's going to be hard to walk back. You know, we were both saying these things. And we're like, okay, we're done. So he went into his house a thousand miles away. I went into mine. I shared with uh, the, the argument from my perspective with my wife. Apparently, he did the same. And um, my wife said, uh, Sam, you, you're wrong. <laughs> it was so hard to hear. And apparently, his wife said something similar. And I had no ally at that point. I was, I was fit to be tied. I was angry. I was fuming. And I laid down on, on my couch and I had tears coming down my face because I just, I had said things I didn't want to say I didn't, that I didn't mean. I was overwhelmed and I knew he was. And I was just, for the first time ever in my life, I was laying there going, I, I, would this, I wish this was a dream. I just wish I could wake up from this. And then I picked up my phone and I, te- I sent a text to him and it said something to the effect of, I am raging right now. My pride is a thousand foot wall and, I, and my wife says I'm wrong, but I love you. And can you forgive me? And that's all I said. And that was, um, for me, it was very difficult to say right then because I wasn't over this. There wasn't closure, you know. But just that phrase gave me peace. And when I hit send, I hoped that it would have some effect on the other end. And I, I can't control that. But within 10 seconds, I received a text back that said, I love you. And that's sometimes all it takes. And and and. I think that's the message of our Savior 
And I think what we'll hear in these stories is that as complex and as busy and as overwhelming as we get in life, Christ's message is simple. And sometimes the, the best answer is right in front of us. And I'm looking forward to just, I'm looking forward to producing every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I had a college friend who lives in Arizona. I love her. She went to high school with me. And I went down to help her uh, one week, and I walked in her living room, and she had this sign on her table that just said, no matter the question, love is the answer. Mm. And I looked at that sign. We were working on I think we were cleaning out our pantry, doing a big home organization makeover. And I kept reading the sign, and I finally said to her, what does that even really mean? In one one ear and out the other, right? Yeah, and I'm like, what does that mean? She goes, well, when we got married, that was the advice we were given. That no matter what we were going through, no matter the struggle or what we were mad about, the only way to solve it was to love. Yeah. It hit me so hard. And now I find that every young adult that comes to me with a problem, who they're dating or, or their situation with their roommate or what they're frustrated with, I'm like, well, why don't you just love them? Or yeah. why don't you just forgive them? Let's just forgive and get past this. And they always look at me like, that's too easy. Yeah. That's too easy. But... That is the Savior's message. And the answer is yes, it is too easy. It shouldn't be that easy to fix problems, but sometimes love is... Love is always the way to fix the problem. So I I genuinely love the neighbors I live next to. (laughs) I care about them. I pray for them. And I genuinely love the young adults I teach. I can stand in front of them and I can feel how the Savior feels about them. It is a gift to be there. It is a gift to share with them. So these blessed speakers that are coming and and having the courage to tell their whole story in connection with their faith and where it has led them in life will be worth listening to and will be life-changing for those who choose to apply what they learned from them into their own life. Well, thank you for putting this together. I think you're going to touch a lot of hearts. Thank you for your help. You bet. Together, we're going to make this happen. (laughs) 